The shows you love with even more local, local news, news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your personal concierge for conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our commitment to you to be live and local, to make sure that your voice is heard as we look at the issues, mull them over, digest them, and become very informed and wise voters, especially as we look at 61 days from now when we will be again voting. I used to say go to the voters booth, but I guess that's sad to say passe now. But we will be voting on November 8th again, uh, just 61 days away, believe it or not. And so we continue to do our part here to make sure that we provide you with as much information as possible and the opportunity to discuss these issues rationally, reasonably, and respectfully as well. Just a program note here, uh, 4.30 today, uh, it's football time again. I love the fall. I really do. College football, of course, is is my favorite, uh, but NFL as well. It's coming up today at 4.30. It'd be the Buffalo Bills and the at the L.A. Rams. That'll be at 4.30 today on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And as you are probably aware, we are under another flex alert today. Uh, the one I got added an hour to it, nor, uh, two hours to it, actually. Normally, it's 4 to 9 p.m. The alert I got today, don't know about you, but the alert I got was from 3 to 10 p.m. So we are in the midst of a flex alert, as far as I know. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and what happened Tuesday in a couple of areas uh, represented by... Uh, many of our listeners uh, who actually got their power cut off, I was going to say by mistake, let's say by error, not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. We'll be talking about that uh, later on this hour. Uh, we do want to uh, address the the big news of the day, and that, of course, is the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Born on April 21, 1926, and ascended into heaven today on September 8, 2022. Her official title, Elizabeth II, by the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain, Britain and Northern Ireland, and of her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith. And quite a lady. And regardless, I think, what we think about a monarchy and whether there should be a monarchy and the, uh, the money that's spent on the monarchy, it's, first of all, we don't live there, and so I'm not going to pontificate about that at all. But just to say, if you just look at Queen Elizabeth and her life, there, there, I doubt there will ever be another Queen Elizabeth II. Quite an amazing person, 96 years old, and earlier this week on Tuesday, uh, basically received and affirmed the new Prime Minister of, uh, of Britain, Liz Trust. And if you remember, the, the Queen was crowned uh, when she was 25 years old, and she reigned as Queen for over 70 years years. Just absolutely 
amazing. And I've got a, a thought for you about that. Before we do, though, I think uh, probably one of the best summations that I've heard today about Queen Elizabeth II comes from uh, the new prime minister of Britain, Liz Truss. And uh, she made this announcement uh, today at 10 Downing Street following the announcement uh, that the Queen had uh, died earlier today. Again, this is uh, Britain's new Prime Minister, Liz Truss. The death of Her Majesty the Queen is a huge shock to the nation and to the world. Queen Elizabeth II was the rock on which modern Britain was built. Our country has grown and flourished under her reign. Britain is the great country it is today because of her. She ascended the throne just after the Second World War. She championed the development of the Commonwealth from a small group of seven countries to a family of 56 nations spanning every continent of the world. We are now a modern, thriving, dynamic nation. Through thick and thin, Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we needed. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. She has been our longest ever reigning monarch. It's an extraordinary achievement to have presided with such dignity and grace for 70 years. Her, la- her life of service stretched beyond most of our living memories. In return, she was loved and admired by the people in the United Kingdom and all around the world. She has been a personal inspiration to me and to many Britons. Her devotion to duty is an example to us all. Earlier this week, at 96, she remained determined to carry out her duties as she appointed me as her 15th Prime Minister. Throughout her life, she's visited more than 100 countries and she has touched the lives of millions around the world. In the difficult days ahead, we will come together with our friends across the United Kingdom, the Commonwealth and the world to celebrate her extraordinary lifetime of service. It is a day of great loss, but Queen Elizabeth II leaves a great legacy. Today, the crown passes, as it has done for more than a thousand years, to our new monarch, our new head of state, His Majesty, King Charles III. With the King's family, we mourn the loss of his mother. And as we mourn, we must come together as a people to support him, to help him bear the awesome responsibility that he now carries for us all. We offer him our loyalty and devotion, just as his mother devoted so much to so many for so long. And with the passing of the second Elizabethan age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country, exactly as Her Majesty would have wished, by saying the words, God save the King. Again, that's Liz Truss today. She is the uh, new Prime Minister of Britain, and uh, she was received by Queen Elizabeth II just a few days ago on uh, on Tuesday. And uh, v- very interesting, when you consider the history that this woman, this amazing woman lived through, 
and she remained, by and large, as far as the outside world was concerned, apolitical. But th- there are some things that she did that I want to talk to you about and, and ask a question to have you ponder. And by the way, do not, do not misinterpret what I'm going to say to mean that I think we ought to have a monarchy here in the United States of America. I, I do not. Don't, don't want one. But if you look at Queen Elizabeth's role and the effect that she had upon Britain and the world during her 70 years as, as queen, what did what was she known for doing? She she was an ambassador not only to the UK but to the world. She was a champion of Britain. She exemplified service. She was uh, was it an ambulance driver? I think in uh, in World War Two. Am I correct about that? I believe. She uh, promoted the principles. She was known as the defender of the faith. She defended, she promoted principles that Britain is supposed to stand for. So here's my question for you to think about here. And producer Mike and I kicked this around just a little bit earlier today very quickly, but I let me ask you something. Do we in the United States of America have a champion to the world? Do we have a champion to the states, a champion to the world? Do we have someone who we could call an ambassador to the world? Someone who champions the United States of America, someone who exemplifies service to others, someone who exemplifies loyalty in in being a patriot, someone who promotes the principles upon which the Constitution of the United States and the Declaration of Independence were founded. Do we have anyone like that? If we do, I'd like to know who you think it is. And if we don't, who should it be? Should it be the president? Certainly not filling, at least right now, a lot of those roles. Should it be the Secretary of State? I kind of think that's more of a strategic role. So let me let me get back to the question. Do we have a champion of the United States of America? And if we don't, who should it be? Think about that. We'll be back with you in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues. Our phone number 209 551 3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you every weekday from 3 till 5. Download the free iHeartRadio app and follow 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on this Thursday afternoon on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about the, the death of Queen Elizabeth II. I'm just impressed about this official title. Queen Elizabeth II, by the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and of her other realms and territories, Queen, head of the Commonwealth, defender of the faith. 
How about that last one, Defender of the Faith? That's uh, that's interesting, isn't it? So my question uh, we've been mulling over here is, do we have anyone in the United States of America who can serve with the—let me rephrase that— who would have the effect of a Queen Elizabeth? What do I mean by that? I mean— Anyone who promotes the tenets of the United States of America, who, who promotes the, the tenets of, of the uh, Constitution, who, uh, of the uh, Declaration of Independence, who uh, is seen as uh, someone who exemplifies loyalty and, and patriotism, uh, come thick or thin, someone who believes in their country, who believes in their nation, believes it is worth preserving, worth fighting for. Do, do we have anybody like that today? Because what, what I see is we have become so divided. We have a woke culture that apparently is dead set on dis well say disarming discombobulating <laughs> uh the united states of america to, to to take it and and do away with it and replace it with something that's radically different not something that looks a little bit like it i'm thinking back to democrats like uh well john f kennedy robert kennedy uh, maybe even Tip O'Neill, uh, Democrats like Joe Lieberman. It would seem like we're all we're all generally rowing in the same direction, but maybe we have different ideas about how to get there. But the destination always seemed to be the same. Today, and I think from the president on down, we don't have a common goal. We don't have a common destination. We are a nation divided. And so do, do we have anyone that you see that is a champion or who should be a champion of the United States of America? 209-551-3483, our number. And uh, let's start with John from Brentwood. John, what are your thoughts about a champion for the United States? Um, Real quick, in What's up there now, I would say no. We probably haven't had one over the last, as far back almost as I can remember. I think the last person that could have filled the bill and and maybe filled part of the bill was Nancy Reagan. Mm. That's interesting. I just don't see anybody. I mean, there's Jill Biden, Joe Biden. um, No, there's nobody in either party that, that would... That would fit that bill, I don't believe. Not right now. John, do you think we should have, and again, I'm not talking about monarchies. Do do you think we ought to have something, some ambassador that would be the unifier, the ambassador to the states and the world? Or is that something that the president of the United States ought to be doing? Well, in today's political climate, it would be hard because you have, I mean, the, the, the country is so divided. If you had one from either party championing in the United States, the other party would not agree with it. And mm-hmm. most of the other people in, in, in that group, if, if it was 
if it was a Democrat, I'm saying 75% of the Republicans would be against it and vice versa. I just don't think in our political climate, I think we need one. I think we need somebody that, that kind of brings people together a little bit, but as divided as we are right now, and as far as part as the two parties are in ideals and morals and everything, I just do not see that happening in the not too distant future. Sad to say, John, I probably uh, probably agree with you. Uh, John from Brentwood bringing up some great points, and I'm uh, interesting choice that John proposed that maybe Nancy Reagan, uh, in her role as first lady uh, with Ronald Reagan, perhaps was able to fill that role effectively. Uh, right now, I think one of the problems that we have, uh, John, is that we are we idolize celebrities. And now, <clears throat> thinking of celebrities, and I just got a note here. I, <laughs> Tom Cruise. You think of celebrities? I'm just thinking of his. His last film, uh, Maverick Top Gun. To me, that that movie was was unifying. I think that that movie typified fighting for what's right, taking on a common enemy, resolving our own differences through gutting it out together. It was about serving. It was about loyalty. It was about patriotism. It was about acknowledging that we can have differences and even to the point of maybe getting pushy with each other. But in the end, we have a common goal, and it's that common goal that unites us. I can't really think of too many other celebrities that are alive that might fill that role. But I think that movie, in and of itself, maybe filled that role to a to a certain degree. I'm thinking about non-politicians, certainly popular moneymakers, Kim Kardashian, no, thank you. Taylor Swift, no, thank you. John Rich, nah, John Rich. You familiar with him, country singer? That, that guy has some good philosophy behind the songs he writes. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm thinking, are, are there, is there anybody out there who typifies what we're looking for here? A champion for the United States of America. I can think of a lot of names that are not, but uh, maybe we can think of one or two over the next couple of minutes. Mike Douglas Show will be back in five minutes. 209-551-3483 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show. Now, weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. You're listening to The Mike Douglas Show, the voice of the valley. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to The Mike Douglas Show here on this, uh, again, a warmish Thursday afternoon in California's Central Valley on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Of course, we've been uh, talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth II at 96 years old, and we've been mulling over, and I think it's an interesting question. Is there anyone who typifies what the the, the wake that she left behind her? In other words, the, uh, the 
the things that she will be remembered for. And and we've talked about uh, things like loyalty, promoting loyalty and and uh, championing championing. Uh, Britain and exemplifying service uh, to others, service to country, which, which she did, uh, promoting the principles of the country. Do we have anyone like that? Should we have someone like that? And I, I am not. Uh, let me ask, do you think we ought to have a monarchy? My answer is no. Or should we have some facsimile thereof? Uh, I, I, I am searching for this this role of a, a world ambassador, both domestic and, and international, as someone who will promote the United States of America and what's, what's good, not to gloss over the bad things, but to communicate the fact that this country has overcome incredible odds. This country has saved the world from evil dominion. I mean, this country has done amazing things. We've had our warts, certainly. And we've learned from them, and I think we continue to learn how to overcome them. But is there anyone, and we were thinking, uh, is there anyone, a non-politician, who you think would, would be that type of person, an ambassador for, for the United States of America? And uh, Ann and, and just uh, sent in a suggestion, Gary Sinise, thank you. That didn't, he didn't come to mind, but Gary Sinise has done a lot. He's a great patriot, supporter of the military. Uh, He puts his money where his mouth is. He's done good work around the world and is a promoter of the best of, uh, of the United States of America. So yeah, people like Gary Sinise, but I'm, I'm looking at current politicians and I'm, we have become so partisan and again, you think back to the the Joe Liebermans and and maybe the Tip O'Neills and going back to uh, JFK and Robert Kennedy. We certainly Republicans and and Democrats had differences, but it seemed like at least we were all aiming towards the same goal, and that was the betterment of the United States of America. Right now. What I'm seeing a lot of is ideas for destroying the United States of America, ideas that are destroying our economy, ideas that are destroying jobs, both in California and, uh, and, and nationally as well. I'm, I'm looking for a person who can promote the best of the United States of America and not apologize for it. I'm looking for someone who who will say, I know what a woman is. I know what a man is. And a man does not get pregnant. Women get pregnant. And they are not birthing persons. They're called mothers. And there are two genders, male and female. And if people want to pretend that there's something else, that's their business in the United States of America. But we don't have to turn our culture on the head and turn it upside down and sideways and redefine our culture to accommodate their whims. No, that's not what we're looking for. And yet that's so much of what we, we see today. So keep that in mind. Is there someone that you can put your finger on that name 
that you think would be a good ambassador to the world for the United States of America, the United States of America as intended by the founders, as intended by great heroes like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Abraham Lincoln, before him, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, people who who had arguments with each other over what would be best for this nation. Seems like uh, we're, we're lacking that. <laughs> Got a uh, note. How about Tom Brady? Well, that's in, in the sports world. That's, that's interesting. I'm wondering if John Wayne, while he was living, might, might have been uh, one of those. Interesting to, uh, to think about. But it just seems, I, to, to me, I think the President of the United States, at least, ought to be in that role, not apologizing for the United States of America to the world, not selling the United States of America and allowing China and Russia to uh, buy it out from underneath us, not trying to placate uh, places in in the Middle East that that chant death to America. I'm I'm looking for a champion. And it seems like I can think of more celebrities than I can of uh, current politicians. Let's find out what you think. Do you, do you see a champion in the United States of America today, or you want to nomi- nominate one to be our ambassador? Our phone number, 209-551-3483. Let's go back to the phones, find out what Jeanette from Escalon uh, thinks. Hi, Jeanette. What are your thoughts? Hi, Mike. Okay. Um, you know, the uh, leaders like the Kennedys and others that you named, if you look at them, there was always controversy surrounding them. All throughout our history, even like Abraham Lincoln, he saved the Union. But there was controversy in his time. And we have a person who was controversial, but we have, um, I don't know what is happening with America, except I know we've had former presidents who have, started this division and i won't name them i think some know who they are and then we had somebody who came up who loved their country who didn't have to do that job and who has been harassed to the hilt and that's donald trump i don't know of anybody who uh, a politician who loved our country so much and he has reached out to the working class uh he he really represents what America is all about. And I know that people would throw darts at me for saying that. But if you listen to his speeches and you listen to him speak from the heart, he loves his country. He loves our, uh, everything about it. Our, fa- our founding fathers were controversial, but they were willing to stand up for what was right. And that's what Trump did. And he stood up to uh, our foreign leaders. He didn't bow down to them or kiss their feet he stood tall and represented our american values and that is the person i that is the name that i'm putting out there donald trump jeanette i jeanette i agree with you that uh, of i'm trying to think of all the presidents well ronald reagan uh but but since reagan i think donald trump and and let me jump to another point that you made and then I'll finish this one. Uh, To me, being controversial does not rule out 
this position, so to speak, uh, to me. Uh, if you're passionate about who you are, what you are, if you're passionate about the United States of America, you're going to be controversial. So I don't think controversy, uh, in, in my mind, I mean, Queen Elizabeth II was controversial at times in the way she handled uh, certain things. So I don't think controversy uh, counts you out. Uh, I think in terms of loving, and I, and I mean that in, in that, that way, in terms of loving and being passionate about the principles upon which the United States of America was founded, I agree that, that Donald Trump, uh, when he was president, was passionate about that, and I think he still is. Uh, is he a unifier? Well, no, but that's part of being controversial. When you when you take a stand that's strong and you stand up against uh, the deep state, people are not going to like it. Uh, so, uh, Jeanette, I think, uh, think you made a good point there, and uh, if... Uh, I think while Donald Trump was president, he came pretty close to my ideal in terms of promoting the United States of America, protecting the United States of America, protecting our economy, protecting us from being taken over economically by other nations, uh, promoting the rule of law. I think he did a lot of things right. What? The things that sometimes I cringed about were his tweets and the way that he would respond to certain things. But his policies, I thought, were good policies. And what we've seen is an intention to do the exact opposite from his policies, and we see where that's getting getting us. So uh, thank, thanks for your call. Some uh, good thoughts there. Let's uh, go back to the phones. 209-551-3483. Uh, James from Manteca. It's all yours, James. Yes, I would agree with everything that you have just said about Trump. But if he could not get in, I would say Tom Selleck. Why? There's a TV show he's on, even though they're actors. It's called Blue Bloods. It's about a police family. And Donnie Wahlberg, one of those uh, young boy bands, is in it. He's the police guy. And Bridget Monaghan, which is great, who was married to Tom Brady. Uh, I didn't know that. They were together, and they have a son. Well, they weren't married, but they have a son together. Really? Just Google it. It's the boy. His name's Ben. Yeah. And I think he kind of, Tom kind of freaked out, and he was, she wrote a tell-all book. I'll just say this. She wrote a tell-all book about it, and she wasn't too comfortable with Tom when he ran out on her and they had the baby. He grew up, uh, I grew up right around the corner from his house on San Mateo. Anyway, why Tom Brady, I mean, uh, excuse me, um, Tom Tom Selleck. Well, he's a gun man. I don't have a gun, but I think guns, we need guns. He's a Republican. He's tough. He's, he's honest. And I guess he's honest. He just, I just go from the TV show. And then some of his other TV shows I, I like. And I just like his whole persona of who he is and, and, and what he is. And he seems to want to listen to people, according to that TV show. And I did a little research on him. So I would say uh, Tom Selleck. But um, that, that's, I don't know if uh, that, be up for it. Or not. I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good suggestion. Tom Selleck, uh, Blue Bloods, love that show. I don't get to watch TV sh- much anymore, but I feel it, it dealt with a lot of issues uh, realistically, or it still does, I guess. And I, 
yeah, in terms of celebrities, I like I like Tom Selleck. I like Tom Selleck. Well, let's get some more opinions. 209-551-3483. We'll go to Modesto and Kevin. Kevin, it's all yours, my friend. Hey. Hey, Mike. How you doing today? Hi. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Hello? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, surviving the heat? Well, Hello? You, you surviving in quotes. Yeah, we're dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I've got a whole lot of examples. Most of the people are already passed away, but they're recent people, or relatively recent. Um, okay, so um, I, I'm going to start with Bob Hope. Now, Bob mm. Hope, um, you know, one thing about Bob Hope, a lot of people thought that Bob Hope was promoting the Vietnam War by going over there. And one day somebody asked him if he was promoting the Vietnam War, and he said, no, I'm not promoting the Vietnam War, but I'm promoting the troops who are fighting the Vietnam War. Mm. And as long as they're there, I'm going to be there with them. And whenever the fighting got intense, he would go. And he did not seek to be in safety zones. He went right where the fighting was going on. He didn't care about being in protected areas or whatever. Whenever he heard that the fighting was intensifying, he went. So I would say that he was definitely an ambassador for America. Um, here's one that a lot of people may not realize. Dwight Eisenhower mm. um, as president. Now, of course, I'm not even talking about him as a general, but as president, he had the feeling that uh, he, he once described the presidency as sitting on the side of a hill and looking down on a village. And sometimes you have to do what's right for that village, whether it's popular or not. And that's how he kind of looked upon the country was um, as a parent. He said, you have to look upon the country. If you're president, you have to look down, down toward the country like a parent. And uh, so I'd say he was John F. Kennedy, of course, with the Peace Corps, with um, inspir with his inspiration of young people and how to, uh, um, you know, give back to the country through volunteerism and everything. Definitely John Kennedy, um, his speech uh, in which he said, ask not what your country can do for you. Yes. Ask what you do can do for your country. Now, and Ke Kevin, you I think, Kevin, I, I, I got to run, my friend. I I'm, apologize for that. Got to run here very quickly. Uh, some great names from the past, definitely. And uh, Kevin, I, I would agree uh, with all, all of the names that you brought up. Definitely. How about you, my friends? Do you have a name? Uh, and let's, uh, let's talk about someone who's here now. A, a champion, a champion of the United States of America. Now, Kevin just brought us some great names out of the past. Do you see anybody in the present? 209-551-3483, someone who, who could champion the United States of America. Got to run here. I'll be back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Don't go away. The show you love. Talking about the issues that are important to you. The Voice of the Valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
Here again is your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show as we head into hour number two here on this warmish Thursday afternoon on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I've uh, been talking about the uh, the death of Queen Elizabeth II at 96 years old. I've been talking about the fact that she really served for 70 years as a champion for the United Kingdom. And my question is, do we have a champion of the United States of America, either in office right now or someone not in office? And you, you've had a lot of good feedback uh, for that. And let's, let's keep this now confined to who's living at the moment. Uh, a couple of you brought up some, some great names of the past. Let's think about folks that are here right now who could be that champion or should be that champion for the United States of America, like Queen Elizabeth was for Britain. Uh, our phone number, 209-551-3483. Hang in there, Don. I'll get to you in just a second. Don's been really patient. He'll get the award today for patience. Uh, but here's, <laughs> when you call, for the next uh, 23 minutes, you and I are unchaperoned. <laughs> That's right. There's no call screener, and you it's just you and me. So when you call, the British lady, not Queen Elizabeth, but a British lady in the computer will answer the phone, and we'll put you on hold. And then I'm, without a call screener, you and I, unchaperoned, are going to have some conversations together. So uh, when you call, just uh, stay on hold, and I'll call out the last two numbers of your phone number. That'll mean it's your turn to talk, and and we'll get underway. All right, so this will be fun. Let's go first, though, uh, to uh, Don in Salida. Don, again, gets the award for patience. Thanks for being patient, John. Don, appreciate that. What are your thoughts about a champion for the United States of America? Uh, I think a possible good champion would be uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, Mm. the governor of the great state of Florida. I think he represents the uh, true American values, family, faith, and morals. And uh, he has a military background, and I think um, he would be uh, uh, someone that, uh, you know, they could rally around and uh, maybe, uh, you know, put America back into uh, first place. I like that. I like that. And that uh, that did occur to me, Don. I I like that suggestion uh, quite a bit. I think one of the challenges that we face today is that we're not headed in the same direction. And when I when I say a champion of the United States, there are some people that are going to bristle at that. We shouldn't have a champion because the United States of America is bad. It's evil. It needs to uh, needs to go away. It needs to be replaced. You see, I there there's always going to be that, but I I think what we need is or are leaders who unabashedly don and unapologetically say, this country, this nation is worth fighting for in terms of the tenets of the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, uh, the the rights and the freedoms that men and women have died for over over decades. And uh, so I I like that. Yeah, I agree with you, Governor Ron DeSantis. I, DeSantis, I would uh, I would I would concur with that in that. Uh, in that category. Don, thanks for the call. Appreciate uh, that very much. Again, our phone number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. By the way, 
I know we had a flex alert earlier today. I'm I'm looking at the Cal ISO website, and it is saying that the grid status right now is normal. Now, we were at level uh, energy emergency alert 1 10, 15 minutes ago, and now it says grid status normal. Can that be right? That's... That's what it says. Our current capacity is about 55,000 megawatts. Our current demand is about 48,000 megawatts. So apparently, although we had a flex alert earlier, right now they're saying the grid status is normal. I keep refreshing that just to make make sure I'm seeing that correctly. But yeah, so maybe, uh, maybe things are looking up. Uh, for the rest of the day and the afternoon, uh, talking about uh, candidates, and and by the way, I and I know a lot of people are going to bristle at this. I like to talk policy with people because when when we talk about Donald Trump, people get upset. I have some friends that that just get really upset when I even bring the name up, and that's why I like to confine the conversation to policy. There. Donald Trump's policies, in my opinion, were good. They were solid. Now, what you think about the man personally is whatever you think about him personally, but I I challenge people, let's just talk about policies. Policies in his administration, policies under Joe Biden's administration. 8.5% inflation. A horrible exit from Afghanistan that left hundreds of Americans and and thousands of American helpers there, and 13 of our military, precious military people died. It was horrible. And then you look at doing away with the uh, Keystone XL pipeline. You look at the efforts of this administration to do away with anything related to fossil fuels. This is foolish. It's foolish. And, And just because... These were Trump policies, and we don't want to do what he did is no excuse. We're, we're not doing rational things anymore. And so, again, I say, well, 61 days to November 8. And think of policy. Think of what people stand for. All right, now here's, here's an interesting item that just came up on my radar screen. And apparently Larry Elder had an, uh, an interview recently. Do I have the date on this? Uh, was it uh, September? That's today. Apparently they did an interview, the Daily Wire did, with Larry Elder. And apparently Larry Elder is thinking about, or at least exploring, running for president in 2024. What do you think about that? And I I believe anybody that wants to run ought to run for president. That's fine. I don't th- I just think that's not wise for him. I really don't. I um I think his his performance in terms of running against Gavin Newsom was probably the best he could do with his experience. I'm not 
real enthused about Larry Elder running for president. I'm just got to be honest with you. And I, I, I think basically that if Donald Trump throws his hat in the ring, it would be wise for the Republican party to say, that's our guy. What do you think? I, I agree with those who have said he has been, will be a champion of the United States of America. And I, no, I don't like his tweets. I, I think he he reacted to things that I would prefer he didn't react to because it just fanned the flames and it took it took focus away from the good things he was doing. So that's my argument about his tweets. And maybe he's learned from that. I don't know. But uh, if if he's if he's the guy and he throws his hat in the ring in 2024, I, I don't think it would be wise for Republicans to, um, to run against him in a primary. But that's just me. All right, talking about champions and such. Again, we are unsupervised on the phones. There is no call screener. You and I are unchaperoned. So here we go. I'll call out the last two numbers of your phone number, and you'll be on on the Mike Douglas Show. So caller ending in 9-8. You're on the Mike Douglas Show. Your name and where you're calling from. Hi, Mike. This is Bill from Modesto. Hey, Bill. Just to add a little uh, info or thoughts on... Uh, um, man, I'm drawing a blank on who you're just speaking about. Uh, Larry Elder. For a hypothetical president. Larry Elder. Say again, please. Larry Elder. Yes, thank you. Mr. Elder. Um I feel he should go for governor of California and I don't really think he's got enough what I call practical business sense or experience to run a large corporation as the U S of a. And, uh, I'm, I'm guessing he's a pretty good talk host. I don't know firsthand. Um, that's just my seven cents. And, uh, boy, as far as somebody holding the nation or as a great person, as you asked for, I'm coming up with short straws. I don't have anybody off the top of my head. And I'm 67 years old. <laughs> yeah, Bill, I, uh, I, I tend to agree with you on that. I'm, I'm not that. And I, Larry Elder running for governor. Yes. Uh, for president. I just don't think he's got what's needed to be president in terms of pointing to a background. Donald Trump can point at his worldwide business acumen. And uh, his his previous four years as president, he can he can he can point to his accomplishments and say, "See, uh, we we can do this again and even better." Uh, but uh, Larry Elder, I don't. As far as president goes, uh, I I would agree with you. I'm I'm not too uh, fond of that. Got another caller on hold. I will get to you in three minutes when the Mike Douglas Show continues right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And let's get back to the phones on the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our phone number 209-551-3483. Talking about who could be that we know today a good champion for the United States of America as Queen Elizabeth II was a champion for Britain. Again, if you call, uh, we don't have a call screener. Uh, I'm unchaperoned at the moment. Ooh, 
that could be dangerous. So when you call, uh, the British lady in the computer will put you on hold. I'll call the last two numbers of your phone number, and you're on. So here we go, back to the phones, 209-551-3483. Caller 87, uh, your name, where are you calling from? My name's Melinda, and I'm calling from Modesto, and I hesitated to call from the beginning, though immediately someone came to my mind, and I thought, surely others will say so, but they didn't. So I decided to go ahead and call in and tell you that I think Melania Trump has been a beautiful example Mm. of a woman who has not only went around this country, but around the world showing compassion, love. I think she's a lady of beauty and eloquence. She's elegant, and I think she represents us quite well. And someone suggested Nancy Reagan, and I would be, as a woman, highly offended by that because Nancy Reagan did not share the values or the ethics of her husband. Mm. And because of that, his own book is not in the Reagan Library. She was pro-abortion. Uh, yes, and I, I think there are some other issues that uh, that may have arisen, too, in terms of uh, theological issues, uh, I think, that we might have as Absolutely. well. Yeah, that's that's an interesting Absolutely. observation. I agree with you. I agree with—I think Melania Trump was a tremendous ambassador and, and could be again. Uh, she— I think and, she would be again. I am appalled at how the press and how much of the country lined up against her uh, because she really yeah, did, easy. I think, a, a wonderful job. She And she really was, and I, I should probably apologize for not thinking of her, not, that not coming to mind. I, I think she was I'm and shocked. could be a good ambassador. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought you were certainly referring to her in the beginning, and then I recognized maybe not. Oh, thank you. Good uh, good reminder. I like it, Melinda. Thank you very much. Uh, Melania Trump, great choice. I like that. And, and, you know, she, she was so elegant. I mean, she really was elegant. And she, I say was, I mean in her, I know she is, but in her role as first lady, she was elegant. She was well-spoken. Now, people are making fun of her accent, and that's, that's not fair. I'm talking about uh, putting thoughts together. She was uh, very articulate. She was promoting the values that I, I think most of us share here on the Mike Douglas Show and, and beyond. And and I think uh, her, her her just her carriage was such that when she walked into a room, she and and I'm not just talking about looks, although you know it's very easy on the eyes as well. But uh, the, there was uh, not not a command presence, so to speak, but a, a presence that she brought into a room that I think people had to pay attention and whether they liked Donald Trump or not. And that probably had a lot to do whether they liked her or not. Uh, she really was a force to be reckoned with in terms of representing this nation. 
And I think of uh, many of the names that, that we've talked about today, and uh, I, I agree. I, I would move, as an ambassador, I would move Melania Trump way to the top. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's, and thank you, uh, thank you for that, uh, that reminder. I don't know why I spaced on that, but that's, uh, that's an excellent reminder. Uh, the other reminder, I'm going right back to the Cal ISO website here, and still it's showing our electric grid, electrical grid status as situation normal. There's, it's a green dot with green text that says normal. And so I, I guess we're in, we're in good shape uh, for the rest of the evening, and that's, uh, that's a good thing. Still doing my part here on the Mike Douglas Show clandestine studio. We have the air conditioner turned off because it's during the flex alert time, and we operate only those electronics that are needed to get us on the air and keep us on the air, and a solitary fan to try to keep me from melting while I'm on the air. That's it. So uh, we're doing our, our part and uh, so we uh, appreciate whatever you're doing to uh, help as well. I wish the state of California was doing more on its part uh, in, that whole, uh, in that whole effort. By the way, coming up in uh, just about the two or three minutes, it'll be uh, NFL time. It's the fall. It'll be NFL time here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, again, in a few short minutes, it's the Buffalo Bills uh, at the L.A. Rams, that coming L.A. Rams. I grew up in uh, in Pasadena in the uh, late fifties, sixties, seventies in school, and uh, the L.A. Rams of my era were uh, Roman Gabriel, uh, Merlin Olson, Rosie Greer, Jack. Uh, oh man, I'm forgetting his last name. He played. Uh, the detective on on television. I'm blanking out. My synapses need more coffee. Uh, but it, w- it wasn't Jack Youngblood. It was, um, although he was another great Ram star of uh, of the past as well. Anyway, uh, those those are uh, those are my days way back in the '60s. I got to meet Merlin Olson. Uh, we were at a, a Cub Scout event. I was enjoyed being in the Cub Scouts, and Merlin Olson came to our Cub Scout meeting, and we, we were just in awe of him. Nice guy in person. Very nice guy. And uh, I actually, I rarely win anything at, a, at an event, but I won a football, and Merlin Olson signed my football. Where it is, I don't know, I am sad to say. But I know where I am here, and that's with you right here on the Mike Douglas Show. And uh, by the way, we will be back tomorrow, 3 to 5 p.m. for What's on Your Mind Friday on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Have a great night. Stay cool.